Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. Welcome to another episode of the PBL Podcast, also known as Politics and Brown Liquor. Hey, you can see us and find us on just about every media platform at the PBL Podcast. You can also find us online at the PBLpodcast.com, and you can email us, which we highly encourage you to do, at the PBL Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, please sign on to patreon.com slash the PBL podcast and sign up for one of our memberships anywhere from a dollar up to $10,000. Yes, yes, it's kind of a joke, but it's there and we love you long time for the $10,000. But support us by paying for a membership a monthly of dollar, $3, $7. And what you'll get for your money is you're going to get some behind the scenes content, some additional extra content, and of course, all videos for the podcast. So please do support us at patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. Well, I'm going to start off this podcast with some good news because we don't get enough good news anymore. There's so much strife out there, so much violence, and it's just day in and day out. So why don't we start off with some good news, good news for us conservatives, maybe bad news for those social justice warriors out there. But Red Bull, Red Bull, here's the headline on Red Bull. Red Bull fires woke, quote-unquote, executives over Black Lives Matter push. So Red Bull, what they have done is they have dissolved its so-called culture teams and two executives responsible for injecting wokeness into the company's policies and internal culture in response to pressure to support Black Lives Matter and adopt a progressive political stance. So Red Bull, renowned for its energy drinks and sponsorship of sports teams and video games, Red Bull is the first major company to reject woke politics. This is interesting because right now what you have happening is you've got a lot of companies that are falling into this social justice warrior politics, or as I say here, woke politics. So these companies get a warm and fuzzy when they sign on for this. And what they do is they're paying money. They're actually supporting these causes through financial means. So the Black Lives Matters movement is actually getting money from corporations. Sephora is one of them. I believe Coca-Cola is one of them. So they're actually providing funding. Now, if you look at Black Lives Matters, and I've spoken about this quite a bit, if you look at the Black Lives Matters movement, at its core, you find founding members who are Marxists. In fact, one of them has said outright, she is a trained Marxist. Now, what is a Marxist? Well, they're communists. They are there to destroy our country. So don't get sucked up into this. And, you know, kudos and good on Red Bull for not getting sucked up into this and getting rid of some people within its organization high up. And here are the people, two executives, U.S. Chief Executive Stefan Kozak and North American President and Chief Marketing Officer Amy Taylor were both terminated after they raised a fuss 
about the company's, quote, inaction on the Black Lives Matters movement, end quote. Wow. I got to tell you, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. Uh, I hope, and that is a wishy-washy word if there ever was one, that more companies follow suit and start rejecting this. The sooner that happens, the sooner it goes away and the sooner it fizzles out. Because, hey, I understand the sentiment of Black Lives Matters, actually not of the founding members of the Black Lives Matters movement, but I understand the sentiment of some people that can fall into this and glom onto it because they want to help. I, can, I get that. I get that they feel their heart is tugging them in a certain way, but I just wish they'd do a little research, get educated just a little bit to understand exactly what it is that they are supporting, exactly who it is that they are supporting, because this is not a good group. Black Lives Matters movement is an abhorrent organization founded on the heels of Marxism. The founders, the co-founders of this movement want to do away with the nuclear family. These are individuals from middle-class families that are outraged by what they see as a social injustice to blacks. I get it. This all started with the Trayvon Martin case, and I'm sorry. Trayvon Martin caused his own death. I'm sorry. Rayshard Brooks here in Atlanta caused his own death. And you know what? As I see more and get more information, George Floyd caused his own death. And then we had that picture the other day of a person who claims to be a Black Lives Matter protesters with his knee on the back of a neck of a baby. Do you remember seeing that? Did you guys hear about this? So I've talked about it on the podcast. I put it on my TikTok, put it on, it's all over Twitter. So this cretin actually puts a baby face down on the ground, puts his knee on the baby's neck. Somebody else is holding the baby's hands back. You can see the baby clearly in distress, crying. And they were trying to make some kind of point about what happened to George Floyd, this is similar, this is a white baby, mind you? Well, more good news. That individual, he's got charges pending for man accused of kneeling on child's neck in social media photo. So this Cretan, charges are pending, a review by the Clark County Prosecutor's Office against a man accused of kneeling on the knee of a two-year-old child in a photo shared on social media, according to the Clark County Sheriff's Office. The man, who deputies identified as Isaiah Jackson, 20, has been booked in the Clark County Jail on a probation violation and remains in the jail Wednesday afternoon, according to online jail records. So he was put in jail for, some, for violating his parole. And uh, they're now looking at charges against him for doing what he did to that two-year-old baby. So this is also in the article. Subsequent interview with the mother revealed that she was unaware of the photo having been taken or its contents until she had been informed by other parties. Where was the mother on this? I mean, you gotta, you got to ask that question. Where was the mother? So you look at this, and I, like I said, I do TikTok up until the government bans it because of the Chinese, right? I'll be doing TikTok. But I've had people comment on TikTok that they were just trying to make a point based on the, Floyd, the George Floyd, what happened to George Floyd. Don't you see it? Don't you get it? Now you know how it feels? Well, that's horrible. What a horrible thing to do and a horrible thing to, 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 to suggest and, and a horrible thing to justify. This is a two-year-old baby. And one of my favorite songs uh, is a song 
titled That's the Way of the World by Earth, Wind, and Fire. There's a lyric in that song that speaks volumes to this right here. And the lyric is, child is born with a heart of gold, the way of the world turns it so cold. You know, that's so true. Now what happens to this two-year-old baby? Now they took the baby to the hospital, the baby's fine. That's physically. But mentally? I mean, it's two-year-old. I get it. Maybe the baby will be okay, but if it's in that environment already, because I know we're all saying, oh, thank God the baby's okay. But is the baby okay? The baby's in that environment. The mother had no idea what was going on with her child. Somehow, this Cretan had access to that child. So is he in the household? Is he a boyfriend? I don't know. It doesn't say in the story. But this baby is in that environment. It's the way of the world. It's going to make his heart so cold. It's just sad. Luckily, that Cretan has been arrested. Fortunately, companies like Red Bull are waking up to this nonsense because it is out of control. And until we all speak up, and I have a story about us being quiet later on in the show, but until we all start speaking up, start voicing our opinions, and start railing against this kind of violence and just illogical thought, it's going to continue on. I mean, there are so many companies that have acquiesced to the Black Lives Matters movement because they're woke, quote unquote, and they're spending money. And all this does is give them what they think is a pass. So they're not bothered, but they will be. You know, useful idiots in these kind of movements are useful up to a point. And that point is, let's say the founders of the Black Lives Matters movement, well, somehow they gain power or they get what they want. Well, all the useful idiots around them will have to be let go. They'll have to be eliminated because the useful idiots become a liability. Now, I mention this quite a bit on the podcast, because, but it's important to understand to not be a useful idiot because all you're doing is giving in to them. You're not really gaining any traction for yourself or your cause because once they have power, you become a liability because your emotions are uncontrollable. So useful idiots that are out there standing on the corners, all these white kids standing on the corners, for the Black Lives Matter movement, well, they're just useful idiots. And if power ever came to those people that were in charge of the Black Lives Matter movement, well, these idiots, they'll be the first to be dispensed. There's a video I put on my TikTok where this uh, gentleman with his uh, lady friend, are they were going to the state capitol, I believe it was in North Carolina, to take a picture, a selfie, because that's what he does. He says, I was geeking out. And he's laughing while videotaping a group of Black Lives Matters protesters, and every single one of them are white. Wasn't a black person in that protest to be found. They are, by definition, a useful idiot. And if these two Cretans that co-founded the Black Lives Matters movement ever gained power, well, none of those white kids would be taken care of. They would all be, you know, put to the trash hot pile because they're useful idiots, and now they become a liability. That's what Lenin and Stalin looked at uh, inside America. When they were trying to dominate the world with communism, they would use what they termed, and this is where the term came from, useful idiots within America to rile up or, or fracture uh, our society and our politics. And they actually poured tons of money, and they called all these people that were inside our country advocating for communism useful idiots. Because if they ever did get power, those people would be the first ones eliminated. Then we got people like this. We have a special education teacher who encourages Black Lives Matters to kill white baby 
in viral photo. Brian Pappen is his name. He is a special education teacher at Cedar Grove High School in Atlanta, Georgia. This man needs to be identified and, well, he's identified. His name needs to be put out there. Brian Pappen, P-A-P-I-N, a special education teacher at Cedar Grove High School in Atlanta. This is what he did. Quote, unquote, on his social media, this is what he said about that video where the Black Lives Matter person had his knee on the back of the baby's neck. Quote, unquote, lean into it until death. This is what Brian Pappen, a special education teacher at Cedar Grove High School in Atlanta, said. Lean into it until death. God, this is out of control. How can people think like this? Again, I want to start with good news. Good news. Hey. Red Bull, not acquiescing to this Black Lives Matters movement. The guy that put his neck on the back of that baby, he's been arrested. These are good things, and more of these kind of good things need to happen. And Cretans like Brian Pappen need to be exposed for who they are, which is a hateful individual. Because he's, for him to say this about a two-year-old baby, regardless of its race, lean into it until death. Brian, you're a disgusting human being. That is just simply an awful awful thing to do and say. So let's let's um, <clears throat> move on. Maybe some more good news the way you look at it. I don't know. But the Trump administration has entered into a deal with Pfizer for a vaccine for the coronavirus. Ah, yay, people, yay, we got a vac vaccine coming. In fact, Trump has um, signed a $2 billion deal to supply their Here's a key word, experimental coronavirus vaccine to the U.S. So Pfizer, Pfizer Inc. and BioNTech SE are setting a price ceiling of less than $20 a dose that will impact how much other companies can charge to protect people from COVID-19. So the good news here is if you believe in the vaccines, and that's, that's your prerogative, that it's going to be provided to American public for free. The Trump administration is buying 600 million doses of this vaccine. Now, there are 321 million people in and around about the United States. So you ask yourself, why 600 million? Well, there could be a number of reasons. One is to make sure there's enough for everybody. Uh, two, to possibly help other underdeveloped countries. And three, to possibly sell this to other countries to offset some of the costs. But the key here is that they're setting it at $20. So when other companies come up with their vaccines, then it, there's a price ceiling here. So it sets a price at $20. So we're not going to be seeing $600 vaccine costs for the COVID-19. Now, whatever your belief structure is on vaccines, whether you get them, whether you don't get them, you know, this is some good news. I mean, there's, there's hope for a lot of the people that are just absolutely worried so much so that they can't go outside because there isn't a vaccine. Now, I, for one, I'll be quite honest with you, I'm not going to get this vaccine. I don't get the flu vaccine. Uh, I don't inject my body with this stuff because, you know, I don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. So we haven't heard anything about it yet. So let's wait and see about that. And plus, if we're starting to see infections rate here in Georgia, at least in some other states like Texas, we're starting to see things starting to go back down. I know we saw them spike, but I also believe after the election, all this most likely goes away. But good news as well. So 
we've got a virus, we got a vaccine coming. The vaccine is going to be provided free by the Trump administration. And uh, they've got a $20 ceiling, so other rivals aren't going to be trying to price gouge, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a good news on some fronts, but will we see the media praise this? This came out of Bloomberg News, by the way. So we'll see how the rest of the media purport, reports this. It just came out July 22nd, and right now Bloomberg's the only place that I've really seen it, but I'm sure it's starting to percolate all over the place. So... <clears throat> Good news. Now, Trump just recently um, got some flack from Nancy Pelosi, where Nancy Pelosi is calling this the Trump virus. I'm sure everybody has heard that. Yeah, this virus came out of China. There's just no, no denying that this virus came out of China. The press wanted to say that, you know, it's racist to say it's a China virus or the Wuhan virus, which makes absolutely no sense because it, that, that doesn't indicate race at all. It's where it was located. It's where it originated. So it makes sense to call it the Wuhan virus, and it even makes sense to call it the China virus. It does not make sense to call it the Trump virus. That's just asinine at its core. Now, that's political at its core as well because that's just Nancy Pelosi trying to wrap this virus around Trump, also known as Orange Man Bad, because they are desperate, desperate to win against Trump this election cycle, and they know that they have a weak candidate in Biden. They know that Biden cognitively is slipping away. They know that Biden can't really hold his own in a debate, which is going to be fascinating. One, if the debates even happen, and two, when the debates do happen, what, what are they going to look like? Just recently, Biden called the Wuhan virus the Luhan virus. That's right. You heard it. Luhan. And this is the, the, the best part about it. He was reading. He was reading that. He, he can't even get it right when he's reading the script. And he called it the Luhan virus. Now, there's some other things coming out of China, too, that probably got the Biden team and the Democrats a little worried. Here's a headline from BPR uh, Business and Politics. CCP, that is the Communist Chinese Party, reportedly running ads against Trump makes it very obvious that Biden's got a China problem. So get this. China is running ads against Trump. So. You know, this is what the left has accused Trump of doing with the Russians, right? They've accused the Russians of helping Trump get elected. Right now, CCP reportedly running ads against Trump makes it very obvious that Biden's got a Chinese problem. So are we going to call in Mueller? Are we going to call in uh, the, the, the investigative team to uh, <laughs> come in investigate this, this ad advertisement? Here, I'm going to play. Now, it's a six-minute advert. It's a very long advert coming from the Chinese. So I'm going to play just like the first minute here, and you'll kind of get an idea uh, of what they're doing. And notice the voiceover. That's uh, the, the narrator's voice. That's probably the most interesting thing to me, as well as what they say. But here's like the first minute of this. Populist leaders like Donald Trump are good at whipping up populist sentiment. They look strong. We are going to make America greater, greater, greater than it's ever been before. They promise they can get things done. Let's take back control of this democracy, take back control of this country, show that we can stand on our own two feet. They are experts at manipulating people's feelings. But here's the twist. They are incompetent at solving real threats and problems. 
The current once-in-a-century pandemic is a test, and most of the populist leaders have failed it. Their anti-science scapegoating approach to get votes is being used to treat the virus, and it is not working well, and the consequences are deadly. So does that rhetoric sound similar to you? <clears throat> That's uh, You go look at any of Biden's tweets. <laughs> it's kind of the same language and verbiage that he's using in his tweets. Now, I'm not saying they're colluding, but if, you know, they can accuse Russia of uh, tampering with our elections and Trump colluding with Russia, doesn't this give us the same, that we can do the same with Biden and China? I mean... Last I remember, it was uh, Biden who took his son, Hunter, with him to a visit in China, and Hunter secured a multi-billion dollar deal with a Chinese company. Last I heard, Hunter still has uh, money invested or a, a piece of that company, of ownership of that company. So China, 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 like Russia, Russia, Russia. Biden's got a Chinese problem. Here's also another headline, bombshell administration. This is from the National Pulse. Bombshell admission, I'm sorry, bombshell admission. Chinese state media claims coronavirus is a tool to beat Trump. So Chinese state media has admitted it views the novel, uh, the novel coronavirus as a tool to beat President Trump, confirming the Trump administration's insistent China has sought political gain from the virus. So, you know, the question you got to ask yourself is, who benefits? Who benefits from Biden being elected? Well, Let's go look at what Trump has done. He's put some tariffs on China. He's clamped down on China. Um, he's pretty much said China was the cause of the virus. So, and he, you know, he's won some trade deals against China. Uh, he's made it a little more expensive for China to do business with the United States and other countries around the world. Now, let's look at Biden. Biden accuses Trump of being a racist and a xenophobic for shutting down travel between China and the United States. Biden has his, took his son with him on a diplomatic trip, and Biden secured a multi-billion dollar business deal. Hunter Biden still allegedly owns a part of the same Chinese company he did that deal with. Uh, and um, Biden's come out and says that China's not a threat. He's actually come out and said it. So who gains if Biden is elected? Well, China gains if Biden is elected. China loses if Trump is reelected, but Biden gains. So naturally, the Chinese government want to help Biden, naturally. And, and, you know, they're a communist country. They're not going to do anything ethically, and they're not going to do anything above board because they're communists. So just follow the money and follow who benefits from this. But for me, I think the, the absolute delight and the richness of it all is what the left did to Trump regarding Russia now is happening to Biden regarding China. But the difference is the leftist media will cover for Biden. They'll pummel Trump, but they'll cover for Biden. You know it. I know it. We all know this. So what will happen out of this? Nothing. You're not going to see too much of this out of the media. If you do see some of this out of the media, you're going to see it from um, outlets like what I'm showing you now from the um, Business and Politics Journal, the BPR, or from the other one that I just mentioned, the National Pulse. Uh, you're not going to see this from NBC, ABC, CBS. 
they're not going to touch this. And if they do touch this, they're not going to align it as China helping Biden. And they're also not going to call out their own hypocrisy of how they wanted Trump held accountable for his Russian collusion, even impeached him for that. But you guys know how that works here. So, all right. So <clears throat> just crazy, crazy, crazy. Pol it's political. It's the silly season. It's politics. I mean, this happens every, every four years. But in my, my time of watching politics, I have never seen it this polarized. Now I get it. You know, Trump is a polarizing figure. That heck, so was Obama, right? But, you know, Trump, the left hate Trump so much. Orange man bad. They hate him so much. They will do anything and everything to get him out of office. And the reason they'll do this is because, you know, Trump, he doesn't answer to him. Trump can't be bought. Trump is already rich. So he's, he's, a, he, he's attained power, the most powerful position in the world. So they can't control Trump, so they got to break him down to bring him down. They've got to throw everything they can, plus the kitchen sink at him to get him out of office, and it's not working. And it's driving them even more insane. I just saw a poll recently where Trump is at his, uh, the same approval level right now going into his second term election that Obama was going into his second term election. And at that point in time, um, I think there was a four point spread between Hillary and Trump. And now I think there's a seven point spread between him and Biden. So the Democrats are in trouble and they know it. That's why they're throwing all this out at him. That's why they're trying to tie this virus as the Trump virus. That's why they're trying to tie all the protesting and violence around the country to Trump's neck. That's why they're trying to say that the economy is faltering because of Trump. When we all know that prior to the coronavirus, our economy was on fire. And then we started seeing our economy go back up. And then we, we're seeing the stock market kind of going back up as well. And as Trump said in his... Um, Fox interview with Chris Wallace that he he built it up once and he'll build it up again and they know this and they just can't have it. So we've had only what about 100 days, 98 days or some such till the election. So what are the Democrats going to continue to throw at Trump to try to get him off his game and try to get him out of office? They're going to do anything and everything they can so folks don't buy into it. I debate people all the time online where this is Trump's economy is bad. Trump killed all these people with the virus, which is absolutely moronic to think that this president killed people purposely with the virus due to his inaction. He was the one that shut down travel from China, China and travel from other parts of the world. And you know what? Yeah. Did he minimize it at first? Sure he did. Nobody knew what was going to happen with this thing. And, you know, people are still minimizing it now or not thinking that it's as deadly as it is. I'm one of them. I'm really not sure that we all need to wear a mask. I'm one who believes if we put ourselves in a bubble, it's going to continue to get worse. So we won't get through it, that we won't get to this herd um, um, mentality, not herd mentality, but this this, this process where all of us come together and the more people that do get this virus, the stronger we all become. Because in order for our immune system to build up against diseases, sometimes we've got to be infected by those diseases. And there's probably millions and millions and millions of us walking around that have already had it and didn't even know we had it. Our own mayor here in Atlanta, 
Keisha Lance Bottoms said she got it, and it was nothing more than the sniffles. Now, she didn't minimize it like that, but that's what she said. She said it was just like the sniffles and that her husband was just t- more tired. So herd immunity was the word I was looking for earlier. We have not gotten to this herd immunity. That's how our bodies work. That's how our immune system works. So until we get to this herd immunity, well, it's just going to keep lingering on and on. And you got to ask yourselves, is that what the Democrats want? Do they want it to continue on? Like I said before in a, in a previous podcast, I have a, a friend I was talking to, and I mentioned to her that this will all go away after the election. And she goes, why? Because you want Trump to win? I go, no, it has nothing to do with Trump winning. It, after the election, regardless who wins, whether it's Biden or whether it's Trump, this will all, all of a sudden, coronavirus, Wuhan virus, China virus, maybe you want to call it Trump virus, Trump virus, it all starts to leave the national headlines. Why? Because it's no longer useful. It's no longer needed. And you'll also see all these protests and all these riots go away. You'll also see Black Lives Matters go away. In fact, if you go look at the previous elections, presidential elections, leading up to the presidential elections, Black Lives Matters spikes in the news. It's all over the place. You can go do a Google search. There's a Google info search. Forget what it's called, but you can do it on Google and you can look up what was popular at certain times and you will see BLM spike right before the presidential elections in the last two or three elections. That's not happening in a vacuum, ladies and gentlemen. That's all happening by design because when presidential elections happen, they throw everything and anything that they can to polarize and wedge people in the United States. And I don't think it's working this time like they think it's working. And the reason is because they keep throwing more stuff at it. In fact, internal polling probably has the Democrats scared more than they will let on. In fact, I would say because of their internal polling, they probably are aware that it's not working. And so what do they got to do? They got to ramp up the rhetoric. They got to ramp up the division. They got to throw even more stuff at you to get you riled up to vote against orange man bad. It's just crazy. And you look, the sad part about all this is the violence that is happening. The people's lives that are not only being ruined, but lost. When I come back after the break, we're going to talk about the most recent uptick in violence, what's going on in Chicago again, and uh, what's going on in Portland, and some more stories, and just kind of rip through some other headlines. So I will be back after the break. 